Hey, Pepin. Yo, yo. Didn't you recently go on a, a hot date? Uh, it, it was kind of hot, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we need to talk. Welcome back to the show. So glad you could join us. I'm here today with uh, Nathan Pepin. How are you doing, Nate? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Glad to hear it. And uh, of course, we have a special guest here today. A new voice. We didn't want you to hear it without first hearing a name. You would be confused. His name is Matt Drew. Tell me a little bit about yourself, Matt. Hey, guys. What's up? It's uh, it's Matt Drew. Um how are y'all doing? Hi. I'm pretty good, thank I'm, you. I know you asked me to tell you a little bit about myself, and I immediately asked you a question. I refuse to answer that question. I will not tell you anything about myself. I'm just going to be a mysterious voice. It was just being polite anyway. I don't care. So, the topic here today is going to be about dating stories and kind of crazy things that happened maybe while we were dating somebody or on a first date or something like that. Um, and I specifically asked Matt Drew here today because I know that his life in general is completely insane, let alone his dating life, which just kind of takes it to a whole new level. Yeah, I cry on the reg, on the regular. And I think that's extremely reasonable. Yeah, you know. Now, uh, I, I did want to want to start off by, by asking, you know, what, what we teased in the beginning. Nate, could you tell me a little bit about the, the recent date you went on? So it was with a former coworker, and it's just a test of waters, and it didn't end up working out. So, eh. wow, that was really, really fast. That was an intriguing story. I I'm, gotta tell you, I'd love to hear a little bit more. What What <laughs> makes you say that it didn't work out? She said she didn't want to date me anymore. Oh, Whoa, that's <laughs> fair enough. Like, um, wait, where did that come from? Was it like halfway through dinner? She was like, you know what? Not working. Well, I don't know. We started making out and stuff, and then, uh, I don't know. And then Like, in the restaurant, in the car, well, in the parking no, lot? Well, it was, like, in the parking lot at the beach. Ooh. That's romantic. Was it sunset? Uh, we, well, we went to the sunset earlier in Agunquit, because it's, you know, more fancy there. Yeah, Obviously. yeah, yeah, yeah. Agunquit is known for two things. Their sunset and... A rad mini golf course. You gotta choose your sunsets wisely, man. You can't just waste any sunset on a girl. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna like, give her a York Beach sunset. You're gonna give her what are you gonna give her? A Jersey Shore sunset. Subpar. There's a sunset every day. Great. Wow. <laughs> wow. That yeah. was deep. Well, exactly. But you gotta. You gotta still. You know. You gotta still like. What? <laughs> getting closer to the mic. Remember, yeah, okay, remember okay, before okay, we started okay, when okay, it's okay. like, hey, if I give you this sign, it means getting closer to the mic. I thought, I thought like, he was like trying to molest the mic's balls. He was like, like, Matt's like, I don't think this he's is like a, he made. By the way, all you listeners out there, he made a fondling motion <laughs> under under the microphone, and I immediately felt weird about that. Like, where on the bear did he touch the mic? It certainly wasn't fondling. It's just like tickling the balls, you know. Okay, that's precisely what fondling is. No, no, fondling's a fondling's a little more of a cuppage. Okay, okay. You know, you, you kind of like 
you know, floating them around. There, might, this, there wait, might be some tickling in oh the fondling, but th- that's not necessary for it to be fondling. Is this why the girl didn't want to date you anymore? Because he didn't. Got, fond- he got into like the 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 fondling, like the rules on fondling. Because he tickled their like, balls instead of fondling like, them. You know what? Actually, uh, the rules on fondling have changed over the past few years. It's more of a cuppage motion now. <laughs> Back in the in the early eighties, it used to be more of a you know a, a, like a little tickle, tickle here, tickle there type thing. But now it's you know it's a real cuppage. It's like there's liquids. You got to make sure that you keep them all in like um so while we're talking about cupping balls is there a a, a dating story that you have um matt that might that might play into this uh this theme in general um okay uh well i've had a lot of girlfriends in the past and a lot of stories have, have happened you know things that i'm not proud of you know, and some things that I am proud of that were terrible, but you know, I I um I don't know what kind of story you're looking for. I've got like a, a story for everything. You know, I remember one time you told me a story about I've forgotten a lot of my stories too about so. a girl in a you and her were in a car and like craziness happened and like one of you wanted needed to like get out of the car like immediately because things were fucking weird. Oh, was that me in North Carolina? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Tell me that story. No, I can't because think about it. if somebody if like there's maybe if I change the names. Well, just don't them. use the name. Oh gosh. Okay, first of all, what kind of car was it? <laughs> you could always just use the first letter of the name or okay, their age. First of all, I don't want to tell the real kind of car. You know, I'll change the name of the car. Um, it was a Volvo. Really. <laughs> Oh, was that when you had your Volvo? Oh, God. My Volvo station wagon? <laughs> that that went over 400,000 miles and you didn't change the oil for the 100,000? The cardboard license plate that I <laughs> went, to, went to high school with every day? Yeah, that was great. Yeah, okay, so in the Volvo... No, because now that changes the story for me. <laughs> I, I don't. I want. I want to change the story for listeners, not for myself. Like, that's not fair to me. Um, okay, so I was in a Prius with this girl, and uh, okay, she. Okay, we're driving around now. Me, let me get you a little backstory, okay? I've been talking to this girl. I knew her from high school, and uh, we, we. And started talking, started flirting. I started, you know, playing her little songs on webcam, you know, putting her name in the lyrics that, you know, didn't have her name in them. And I was, you know, just inserting her name into stuff so I could insert something into something else later. So, so I was really into the idea of inserting. Flawless uh, foreshadowing. Flawless foreshadowing. That's what I always teach in my writing classes. Foreplay foreshadowing. It, it's just, that's great writing. It really is. And you write the story of your life. Please, go on. Wait, wait, just to be clear, she was from North Carolina, or was she from here? She was from up in the New England area. So she knew her from around here? Actually, I don't know if she originally came from North Carolina up to the New England area and then went back to the North Carolina area, or if it was just her going to the North Carolina area after living in New England. But she was first in your life in high school, and then... Things happened, and eventually uh-huh. she's in North Carolina. Yep. You're in not North Carolina. Yep. Webcam inserting 
Yeah. Continue okay. On. Okay. Okay. So I'm playing her songs, and you know, you know, you know, in the okay. Okay. So I see her again after years of not seeing her after high school. I see her in person. She's only down for like a weekend. You know, we spend all night talking. It's passionate. We tell each other about everything, every emotion we've ever had. We covered it. Checkpoint. Got it. Then she goes back. Okay. She was dating another guy at the time. You know, and then essentially I dropped her back off with her boyfriend at the at the end of that night talking to her. I was like, oh, here you go. And her boyfriend was like, she had just blown him off the day before to go hang out with me. And that was going to be her last night with him. So things weren't going great between her and her boyfriend, clearly. If she was spending all night talking to me, you know, some rando guy from high school, and her boyfriend's just like... Hey, uh, come on back home. Just come see me play, play Super Smash Brothers in my parents' basement. You know, like that kind of shit. So, um, you do a great impression of me, by the way. <laughs> you do a great impression of me, by the way. <laughs> Did people think that we just had that on repeat? No, that that wasn't. That was two different voices, guys. <laughs> if any listeners like, did they just play that twice? No, two different voices. Mind blown. <laughs> So we go, okay, so, so, okay, so we go on talking, you know, you know, after she leaves, you know, I can't stop thinking about her and playing guitar and I'm inserting her name into the lyrics that they don't belong, but I'm not even doing it for her. I'm doing it for me at that point. You know, I'm, instead of singing Roxanne, I'm singing her name, you know, but I, I should change her name though for this story. Let's call her Anne Marie. So, okay. So we go on webcamming for a while. Okay. And we're webcamming back and forth, you know, and sh- we're staying up late because, you know, I was going to say there's a time difference, but there isn't. So... <laughs> North Carolina and New England on the same time zone. Me and her are talking. Then she's like, how about you come see me, right? Now, before that, I had wired her some money. That sounds sketchy, okay? Okay, I'm going to say, on my side of things, yeah, it sounds like maybe I was manipulated. I wasn't manipulated. I did wire her. It was only 40 bucks, guys, okay? She needed cigarettes and other stuff. Anyways, we're not going to get caught, off, caught up on the whole me wiring her money. That's a very minor part of this story. Was this like a, a MoneyGram or a Western Union? or uh, MoneyGram. Actually, I think it was Western Union or maybe MoneyGram. I'll get those deets to you. <laughs> Anyways, um, so she's like, you should come see me. Take a plane and come see me. And I was like, well, I, do, I have like vacation time at work but then i realized i didn't so i i had already bought the tickets before i realized i didn't have the vacation time at work so then i told um my job that my grandma died i'm a terrible person i'm a terrible person sorry that's that's pretty awful um but then i you know, here is a, is a bad situation because I had already spent $300 and I would have lost it. I wouldn't, you know, it was like when I, like, I did poorly thought it out. I was like, ended up, it was like the week of, and it was coming up and I was like past the point in which I could get my money back for the tickets. And I was like, either I'm going to lose my job and go on this trip and then I'm going to be like spending money I don't have, you know, to eating and doing all that stuff, you know, without a job. So then what I decided was I need some sort of situation which they couldn't argue letting me have time. So how is your grandmother? Um, she died shortly after that. And I feel like Carmen... 
karmically, I made that happen. Like it was like so, so it was not like only the, you have the to next the month she died. Not dude, only is it the, the grief of your grandmother, but also the fact that you killed her. Now, did you have to take time off again for your grandmother's funeral? Yes. Oh God. <laughs> but but, but my other grandmother. <laughs> There's more than one grandma, guys. In the world, there's multiple grandmas. And I'm like, just coincidentally, another one of my grandmothers died. <laughs> so they had to take that. that Did was, they make you bring in like an obituary? Um, no. They, who's going to fact check my death of my grandmother? I've, I've worked places where they do. Really? Yeah. And I refused to. And I said, just take my vacation time then. And then, like, I, when I was promoted and other people would take the time off, the company made me have them bring in an obituary. And I'm like, guys, this is screwed up. Like, they're already grieving. You don't need to, like, make them rub it in their own face. I would have made up an obituary. Yeah. That's dedicated. Well, the second time, it would have been okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you fly down there. So I fly down to North Carolina. And, uh... Things are awkward. I'll tell you. I'll tell you that. Did she pick you up at the airport, or did you have to take a cab? Uh, she picked me up at the airport. Um, yeah. So uh, what happens is I get there, and uh, things are great in the beginning. You know, hang out. But little did I know, she was like doing drugs the whole time I was there. Was she sharing? No, it wasn't like that, dude. I mean, I'm I'm good with weed. I'll like smoke weed. That's what I like. Uh, but I don't like pills. I don't like heroin. I don't like any of that. So the stuff was a bit more extreme than it was, you used to. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, but I don't know this is going on. See, if it was a movie, there's a version that's all from my perspective, and then there's a version that's all from her perspective. The movie from my perspective is PG. The movie from her perspective is NC-17. It was a real different story, guys. That is... Okay, for the first couple of days, we literally don't even kiss. It's weird. It's really awkward. I, I flew all the way there. And she was broken up with her boyfriend at this point? Yeah. Throughout the time we were talking over webcam, she had broken up with her boyfriend. So by this time, she was already, like, away from her boyfriend and was mine for the picking. <laughs> Makes it sound like I'm a sociopath. <laughs> I'm a serial killer. It sounded a lot more like a sex offender. Uh, I wired her money. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> it's a transaction. No, I'm kidding. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so. So, I was down there, you know, for the first couple of days, we don't even kiss, right? I'm sleeping in her mom's house. Her mom is gone. She's out of the area, okay? Now, now she's, like, going into the bathroom for these long amounts of time and coming out. And I'm like, wow, this bitch has weird issues with her bowels or something. I don't know. So, that's, like, the only thing I could surmise, right? Uh, but, turns out... Drugs. Drugs. Which also give you really weird issues with your bowels by the way just another side note if you want to say the more intense stuff yeah it does it messes with your bowels i've seen a lot of documentaries you can fact check that i don't care so anyways <laughs> you guys are looking at your phones right now both of them are looking up side effects to drug use they're like steve literally just looking up bowel movements with drugs anal tearage and or rippage get these sounds So she's going to the bathroom for drugs. I just love that moment. <laughs> Anal rippage, kidney stones, just silence. 
<laughs> Everyone's just like, yep, bye. <laughs> Done with this story. Facts checked. Okay. So. Okay. So now that the facts have all come in, they've all been checked, we can move on. So, so then... At one time, we're driving out. You know, we just went to the supermarket. By the way, I was into this uh, period where I was drinking a lot of Yoo-Hoo out of the can, though, like a fucking adult. So she's like, I gotta make a side trip. I gotta make a, like a, what do they call that? Like, um, what's the, what's the pit word? Stop. A pit stop, yeah. And I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, and she's like, You're you like, know, okay, I, can I wire you some money? Yeah, because I was Mickey Mouse in this story. And... <laughs> Okay, guys. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> golly gee, let's, I love pit stops. <laughs> and, uh, so anyways, anyways, um, I think she's just going to go to like a Seven Eleven or something and she's just going to stop somewhere and grab some cigarettes or whatever, you know, but crack oh. house. Anne Marie's inside the barn right now. She's inside there. I haven't seen her. It's been over 15 minutes. I'm not exaggerating, guys. I'm sitting in the car, and I'm getting freaked out. You know, she comes out at one point, and she gets really pissed off at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this whole story got, like, really out of hand. At one point, this guy was screaming, and, you know, that whole night got really messed up. So little did I know, though, she was like... She was like in there doing drugs, guys. She wasn't. She wasn't buying the drugs. She was just in there doing them. I don't know if they were giving her drugs or if she was. Did you ever think that at some point? In, in there? No. At what point did you realize drugs were involved? This whole story makes me out to seem like a real idiot. You know what I'm saying? I wire this girl money. Yep. I go down to North Carolina for her, and yep. you know she's like, you know, stringing me along and. You know, and I think, I don't know, like, I think at that point we had been, like, making out. So I think at least I was getting some sort of physical thing out of it, you know what I'm saying? Because before that, I had done all of this without any sort of physical connection with her. Naturally. And let's be honest, how hot was she? She was pretty attractive. I'd say she is a, a solid, like, I I don't like numbering women because I think that is extremely sexist and that's not okay to number a woman. Like, I feel like, you know, but, you know, she's about a seven and a half, eight. Um, seven and a half probably is fair. So she's like a, a 75? I would say, I don't want to refer to her as 75 because everyone's going to think there's an old lady named Anne Marie, which is a very old lady name, 75, 75 years old, and I'm just like, take me wherever, I'm making moves! <laughs> 75 out of 100 so, because that's life expectancy. Okay, we, we won't use a number, we'll just use a letter. B minus. She was, she was a B minus or maybe a B on a good day. She was a B. Okay, B. On a good day. <laughs> On a good day, she was a B. Um, you know, so like, I, okay, anyway, so like the, okay, so then, then the trip kind of takes a weird turn because I think I start to suspect her of a bunch of shit after this. Yeah, after this, I was very much like, you're doing illegal shit. Yeah, I have that much common sense, okay? So, you know, we drive back and I'm acting weird towards her and then, and then she tries to get really physical that night. I think she could sense the distance between us. You know, and then like things got way worse because at that point I was terrified of her. So I'm like, I had a very, uh, uh, imagine if you, if you will, being intimate with someone you were scared of. Okay. Now I had, you know, I'd imagine, you know, it'd be a little hard to perform under that pressure. You know what I'm saying? You get that fear boner. I got, (laughs) 
I got the the uh, the worst case of um, gun shy limber tail. Yeah, so so it was really awkward. That was a really awkward experience. So then I was like, "Get me the fuck out of here!" Because this whole this whole trip has just been a failure. You know. A real failure, especially one that I lied about my grandmother dying for. All of this, this just embarrassment and this just shame that I felt overcome me. Just like, I have just completely emasculated myself going on this trip, okay? And coming on this show. Yeah, and coming on this show. I don't know why I am saying this story on this story. This is recording. This is very... I don't care. I don't care. Because I'm a real dog now. <laughs> what would you have to say to Anne-Marie if she were to hear this? I'd say, Anne-Marie, it was never meant to be. Wow. I think I just outsatted your story. I think your story of making out with a girl in front of a sunset and her going, let's not do this anymore, <laughs> is... <laughs> is our, I think our level of sadness anyone listening to this podcast is like these are two of the saddest motherfuckers I've ever heard well, at least he got some right yeah that's yeah you could say that right I got some she's like maybe B B minus material hey B B minus it was material what? not even yeah this podcast wow. is very anti-women wow we just objectified like Really bad. You guys don't have any female listeners, do you? We don't know. <laughs> that was the sentence. We don't quite know the demographics quite yet, but we'll figure them out. I'm guessing it's going to mostly be hot girls. <laughs> if I was to guess. <laughs> the the listeners are probably tens. All tens, I would say. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Years old. So, Steve. <laughs> Yeah, what's up, Pepin? Any interesting dating stories? You know, uh, we've kind of had this this idea planned for a little while that we were gonna gonna do this, especially with with Matt Drew specifically. And I've thought really long and hard. There's only really one that I can think of that would really be able to to really pique anybody's interest in any way. It was back in high school, one of the first dates I had ever gone on, and. It was with a girl from another town, and she brought along her friend. So I sh- and it was at a bowling alley in her hometown. So we go to the bowling alley, and well, I show up, and like her friend and her show up together in her friend's car. So she doesn't like have her own way to to come or go or anything, and didn't want me to pick her up for some reason. Her friend is the gatekeeper. Straight up. So we're bowling, and they're, like, not bowling. Like, they could care less about the bowling, and instead they're, like, chatting and, like, ignoring me. And, like, every once in a while they'll, like, throw one ball and walk away. Like, they don't even know how to bowl. And then they spent, like, 20 minutes at the jukebox and didn't pick a song at the end of it. So that that was pretty awkward in itself. So uh, eventually, after like an hour of not bowling, I'm like, okay, this is pretty ridiculous. I'm like, what do you, you guys have any, any ideas? You don't seem to be too into this. And they're like, well, let's just go sit outside for a while. I'm like, um, okay. So uh, I, I pay for all of our shoes and all that shit. And then we go sit outside. Damn, by the way. just I just want to cut in right there. You paid, man. 
and I and I had to pay for her friend too. Like you paid for right? her you friend. Paid for friend? Oh I had God. to pay Dude. for everybody. We're, okay, were were you sleeping with her friend too that night? There was no sleeping going on. There was what? no bowling going on. There was no jukebox songs being picked. There was a lot of nothing. I thought you know if her friend was going to be there, you know. <laughs> So we go outside to the parking lot and her friend starts like walking away from us and we're like standing in the doorway awkwardly, like not making conversation, avoiding eye contact. And then her friend's like walking across the parking lot and this bowling lane is this like bowling alley is on the side of like the busiest street in that city. And I mean, it's Maine, so it's not really a big city. But it's still the busiest one in there, and it's like a route. Like, like we have uh, Route 202 up here and stuff like that. So after uh, after she's walking into this, like, perpendicular highway, and she walks into it, into the middle of the highway. And it's, like, 8 at night or 8.30. So it's not like it's, like, midnight where there's nobody driving. It's, like, a semi-busy time. It's Saturday night at 8.30, like... All the streetlights are on, and she sits in the middle of the highway. What the fuck? And me and this chick look at each other, and we're like, "What the fuck's going on?" And I'm, and I look at her, and I'm like, "What the fuck's going on? Like, is this like a thing?" And she's like, "I don't know. I don't know. She's weird." <laughs> and I'm like, "She's your friend. You brought her. Why is this so weird?" And then her friend lays down. And she doesn't lay down, like, on the lines. She lays down, like, across the lines. In the middle of the road, on a busy highway. And I, to this day, don't know why. And I'm like... I'm sorry, if this story doesn't end with her getting run over, I... Just stop now. (laughs) And I'm like, we have to go get her. Like, she's gonna get killed. Like, maybe she has, like, some sort of brain issue where, like... I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So we we go over there and like the the girl that I was actually on the date with like stops halfway across the parking lot and won't go any further. She's like, "No, I'm just gonna leave her." I'm like, "You're you're gonna <laughs> dude." Leave. That's when I would have agreed. I would have been like, "Let's go get smoothies." <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> we all make choices. <laughs> Long story short, I have to go drag her back from the middle of the road back into the parking lot, and then she gets up like nothing happened. It's like. You guys want to go get us get a soft drink? At, <laughs> at the gas station next door. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. And oh, I'm like, God. Kinda, yeah. Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. And that was the end of the date. So, so the hold on date? a second. That was your first time? That was my first... That was my first time saving somebody's life. Oh, okay. oh my cheeks. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> that, and that was your first time? That was, that was my first was Dr. Losing Pepper. my virginity. Though, actually, we're going to have to talk about first times. And we'll probably do it next time. That is a, a, a really, really bad idea. We should. Yes, yes, That's a very, like, how do we out-embarrass ourselves? That's going to, I think I will out-embarrass the both of you on that one. Oh, God. Okay, so next time when we get to Doc, our first time and some of our first times. Yeah.
Yeah.